And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another edition of The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. That is Stunt to my left. And that's Jake to my right. Outstanding. We're uh, so glad you joined us uh, on whatever fine radio station that you choose to listen to us. And uh, we're excited because it's, uh, I, I hate to say this, Stunt, but it feels like we're coming into fall almost already, doesn't it? Well, temperature-wise, got a little bit cooler after how hot it was, so it's nice. Maybe that's just it. That could be it, but, but I feel like there's something in the air. And yeah. I think that's football. Yeah, I think you're but right. But things what it really starts to do. It in. Yeah. Like, oh, we're getting there. Honestly, arms wide open. I love yeah. summer. I think we all can agree it's great, but let's bring on a nice long and steady fall type weather. I'm I'm with you 100 percent Let's get a couple weeks or a month or so of uh some some nice mid-70s. Yep. And then a few weeks of some nice mid-60s. Yeah. We'll just slowly ease it. By Christmas, we can have our first snow. Yeah. And then right back to summer. <laughs> Warming right back up. Anyway, uh on the show today. We're going to talk about something we don't usually get into that much, and that is recipes. Yeah. We have, uh, we're going to give you some tips on how to find good recipes. Yeah, there's a lot of places you can go, a lot of things you can use for recipes. And sometimes people don't even use them at all, which is great. But you always some at least need some sort of, sort of starter, right? Yeah. Something to base what you want to do off of, even if you don't follow it step by step. Correct. I agree. One thousand percent. So we're going to uh, we'll get into some of that a little bit before we do. Uh, what have you been up to? What have you been cooking, grilling, smoking? Well, we finally got some stuff situated in our garage. That's and so right. I was able to pull smokers out this week, uh, made some stunt munch, also Ooh. made uh, on the Blackstone, um, like a cheesesteak. It wasn't a Philly cheesesteak. I guess it would have been a Philly cheesesteak, but uh, just kind of just whatever we had. We had some vegetables. We had some steaks and some thin sliced ones and fried them up. It was really good. All right. Uh, two things quickly. Did you put cheese Whiz on the sandwiches? No. All right. Then, that, so then, they were, then they're not Philly. All right. No, I used uh, cheese slices. Yeah. Philly, is, melt real Philly good. is with cheese Whiz or without, I think is how they do that. Oh, really? And it's, and it's cheese Whiz, I, b- I believe. I've only had one Philly cheesesteak in Philadelphia and it was fine. Yeah, well, it was go. nice. But uh, the other thing I was going to mention is for uh, those listeners who might be new to our program, uh, explain what Stunt Munch is. Oh, so uh, it's my retirement plan. <laughs> I don't want to go into too much detail about this great idea I have, but it's uh, Chex Mix smoked. Smoked Chex Mix. Yeah, that's what it is. And we've uh, obviously operated with it enough and played around with the recipe a little bit. I'm not taking a bag of Chex Mix and throwing it on the grill, although you could do that. Uh, but I'm, I'm taking ingredients and making it up and we've, uh, some friends and the girlfriend all decided we need to name this stunt munch. I've had, uh, variations of spicy, uh, uh, Cheez-Its. Yes. Where people do that. Like my, my, my wife does a version of Cheez-Its where she, she gets them, she recooks them with this, uh, like red pepper flake. Okay. I bet you that's amazing. Oh, son. Yeah. It's uh, you bring your big shoes. Cause it's, <laughs> they're, they're heavy duty. Okay. But, um, but I've often wondered if someone could do a batch of uh, smoke some Cheez-Its. Yeah. Some smoked Cheez-Its with a little extra by smoking, spice. I actually started smoking Cheez-Its. Right. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. What else could I... It was like, seriously, right when I started smoking, it's like, oh, this is fun. What else could I smoke? Right. <laughs> if once you smoke something, you're like, let's smoke something else. Yeah. And it turned out to be uh, Chex Mix, one of, the, one of my favorites. So, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's good. So and I really enjoy it. It is, and it's good too. We've uh, we've served it at the curling club, and we've you know whenever it's in the building, obviously here at the station, we uh, we feast. Yeah, we and feast so on working it. on uh, getting that on the stores. Actually, it's uh, it's a legit moving forward thing. So. Right. 
No, it's uh, it's delicioso, as the kids say. I think <laughs> don't know if kids say that, I don't but know sure, if they do. I think Dora the Explorer used to say that, but <laughs> that's possible. She was a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's dating me, or at least my kids. <laughs> yeah, you know how old my kid. kids are. Um, <clears throat> cool. What did I do last week? Yeah, what'd you all get done? I'm trying to remember. Uh, it's been a busy. Uh, it's been a busy couple. Well, of you had a wild Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday was. Uh, we did like a Sunday fun day on a Tuesday. <laughs> Which was kind of strange. Which always makes Wednesday seem real fun. Uh, for those of you who have uh, school age kids, you probably understand what I'm going through. Which is uh, both of my kids were at camp. They have a uh, we have a difference in ages. So one is now a counselor. Well, actually, I guess they call it a uh, CID, which is a counselor in training or CIT training. Okay. Anyway, uh, and the other one's a camper. So that's kind of cool. But anyway, right. long story longer. Uh, empty house all week. Oh, wow. Both kids at sleepaway camp for the week. So that's kind of cool. No wonder the party was happening. And then some friends of ours also happen to have both of their kids at camp. So we said, let's get together and grill, except we're going to do it adult-like without the kids around. And so we did beautiful fillets. Oh, Holy cow. They were like two and a half inches thick. Uh, They were thick enough that it was more like a cube you know, you had to grill it on all of yep. the sides. Oh, fun. Okay. And, they, uh, and so we fired up the charcoal and did the steaks on the charcoal because, you know, flames. Yeah. Yep. And those turned out amazingly well. And then uh, for vegetables, we did colossal shrimp and scallops. And uh, we, uh, we, you know, we fried those on the flat top. Right. And uh, we threw them in with some, uh, what do you call it, rice. And uh, I think we did have some sliced up peppers or yeah. something in there. I don't remember. I just started eating and that was it. There was just butter and, and you know, goodness everywhere. That sounds really good. Uh, but yeah, it was nice. And it was uh, it was a perfect evening. Oh, what, sat outside. Tuesday was a really great night. Uh, ate outside, cooked outside, had a fire. And then a few other friends stopped by and uh, everybody kind of had a couple adult beverages. And it was just it was just one of those like random Tuesdays. Like, I love it. Boom. Why not? Yeah, it sounds great. Honestly, uh, you said you started the charcoal. I completely forgot what I did Monday night. I had the charcoal going and I did wings. After oh, nice. us doing two videos, one on the, uh, doing a video about wings, I did on the smoker, you did on the flat top. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And that was the night that I was actually cleaning the garage, trying to finally get some stuff in the place so I could pull it out easier. And I'm like, let's get this charcoal. It's easy to pull out. We'll just do wings on there. And it was fantastic wings. They were They were good. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I have seen more videos lately of guys doing briskets on charcoal on yeah. the Weber, on the Weber kettle. Remember, I did that experiment last year, and it was it, it was great. I'm anxious to do it again, but it's um, it reminds me of something else we got to get into in a minute. Also, okay. uh, I'm anxious <laughs> to do it again that uh, that way because I think it was much, it was more of an experiment. You know, how I make fun of the pellets. Yeah, uh, this is you, this is not the same when you're on the Weber. On the charcoal with a brisket, uh, that's hardcore. Yeah, and, oh, absolutely. You gotta, you gotta maintain your temperature, and and that takes a lot of hands-on stuff. So you're you're messing and you're you're futzing with it a lot, right? For sure. So, um, I feel bad because you know when a friend has a business, and then you're like, oh, if I buy something, I should probably go through my buddy's business. Yeah. And then you, sometimes you get something, and you didn't go through their business, and then you get called out on it. Yeah. So you're gonna want <laughs> you're gonna want to call me out on this because I. Uh, I acquired a smoker, but I didn't go through your adoption program. <laughs> when you when you get a smoker? I didn't even know. I, I just told you know what? I actually forgot about it till right now. A buddy of mine uh, who's on our radio show once in a while, Action Jack, goes, "Yeah, a guy gave me this for free. Says the digital readout doesn't work right, but it seems to look fine. And it's an electric. It's a, a Hickory Hollow. I don't know. Yeah, something. okay. Hickory Hollow electric smoker." I've seen him. And he goes, is this worth anything? I go, well, I go, it's, yeah, you can use that like crazy. And he wanted to like 
clean it up and resell it. And I said, well, I don't know what the resale value is on it. But I said, the thing looks like it's fine. You, you know, he goes, if you want it, I got it for free. You can have it. I said, I will take it. I need another apparatus on the patio. Say less. Let's right. go. Yeah. So at any rate, so now I'm anxious to get, uh, get dive into that. I totally forgot. That was like Monday uh, that I saw him, Monday or Tuesday last of this week. And I just okay. haven't uh, had a chance to... Um, you know, well, get around that so you, haven't, you haven't done anything on it I have not. I have not done anything on it well, yet. Well, hello, so weekend. I will report back next weekend on how, <laughs> that, uh, how that all boils down. But it's funny how that it works out. Because, you know, I run into people a lot. You know, we just came off of uh, Rib Fest in yeah. Mankato and the huge crowd they had Friday night for Flow Rider and all the stuff that was going on there. Um, and more people come up to me like, you guys are on that barbecue show. And then it's the same thing. Like if you own a furniture store, they assume you have new furniture every month, you know? And right. I was like, they're like, you guys must have the greatest stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, we just do what we do, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we don't have a problem with somebody goes, I got this smoker. You want it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. You know? Again, if I could be a test market for some smoker and they want to send stuff my way to give them a run, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do it. For sure. For sure. So, uh, yeah, so it works out. But it's uh, it's just fun. And I, I've been wanting to do more of that stuff. And I've, I'm, I'm still, you know, I've still kind of got my heart set a little bit on... Uh, on an offset. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I think that, I think an offset. Was, well, we have was one nice. in the adoption program if you want one. Really? Yeah. I might have to, we might have to have a little uh, discussion later about <laughs> that because I, what I like about the offset is the versatility of, you know, you can, you can use it as an offset smoker, but you can still do a lot of your normal, yes. you know, barbecues yep. type stuff. Well, on and the one well. that I have, could you could put charcoal in the actual barrel right. and smoke just like a charcoal grill right from there too. So yeah. yeah. It just, it, it's the best of both worlds. It as really far is. As I'm concerned. It works. It's very versatile. And, I, I I had a little issue. I had to slide. You know when you when you when you're using your Weber kettle, nine times out of ten, your charcoal's on one side or the other. You know, right. you, you kind of have a hot zone and then a, a not so hot zone or a cold zone. And uh, I had to move all the charcoal across my grill oh, just no. before it was ready because uh, one of the little rack holders fell off. It just rusted through. You know? Oh no! Because that Weber kettle is like older than dirt. Yeah. So uh, I'm in the market now for a new, I got to look new charcoal. I'll look for one of those too. Yeah, I know. Every now and then one of those shows up and you're like, why would somebody get rid of these? Yeah. And then sometimes it's as simple as a grate and this is not our tip of the week, but just so you know, you can buy new grates for pretty cheap at any, uh, any, um, like a CNS supply or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. The sad part is, and I'm not making this up. The sad part is, is my grate on the bottom that holds the charcoal is like all warped and thin. It's thinner than a, coat hanger yep. you know it's just shot just and, holding uh, on but my buddy above and beyond john is always giving me grief about it so last weekend he brought one he's like hey i saw this at the store and i bought it for you <laughs> so tuesday night i cleaned out the weber and got all the ashes out and put the new charcoal grate on the bottom and now the whole grill is practically shot because one of those things came off which means i've got extra airflow yeah on right so oh, no. yeah, the minute you put that in there so anyway you know these are first world problems obviously <laughs> i'll be i'll probably be okay but yeah, but I've just been having fun lately, just experimenting with more and more well, stuff. And, and you know, you mentioned earlier, this is, are we actually getting into the fall? And I, I hope so. I mean, fall for me means slower time. We got football. We got the TV hooked up in the garage now. We get to enjoy some of those things while right. cooking outside. I am ready for that. I really am. I am too. And one of the things, if you're going to be ready for it, is knowing what you're going to cook and how you're going to cook it. And that's what we're going to talk about when we come back after our break here in a second. We're going to get into... Um, recipes yeah how many recipes where do you find your recipes where do you get your recipes where can you uh you know where can you scrounge those up because some people are still a little old school and they and they struggle with that but before we get to recipe talk 
we better get to the barbecue show tip of the week. And here we go, talking actually about pulling that meat out of the freezer, getting it ready for the weekend. Sometimes people forget to do that. I'm honestly am a big culprit of that where I'm like, I'm just gonna run to the store quick because I forgot. Right. But if you were planning ahead, you're better at it than I am. All you need to do is separate about 24 hours. One day's notice for a lot of stuff. I'm thinking bigger pieces of meat, by the way, like ribs, brisket. Uh, you pull it out, put it on a plate or a tray, leave it in the refrigerator to defrost. Obviously, the bigger it is, a brisket's probably going to take close to 48 hours. Right. Uh, turkey takes 48 hours. Um, rack ribs, 24 at the max. It yeah. really should be done. If you need to speed up the process, all you got to do is put that in a, in a thing of water. Submerge it into a thing of cold water. Remember, it's cold. Mm-hmm. And that way, if it's a plastic bag or whatever, you have it submerged in there and it'll thaw just a little bit quicker and you'll be right. ready to go. Uh, moving water always helps too if you can do that. If you can put it in a bowl under the well, faucet, sometimes Yeah, I was just going to say for hamburger meat, if I pull that out, I'll leave it in a bowl underneath the running water for, right. what, 10 minutes and it's usually already done? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't take long. But it's one of those things where I always got to try to remember to pull out meat before I go. And uh, I think we're going to, I'll probably talk about it next week more. I'm hoping to do a competition before the end of the summer. And uh, if nice. I'm going to do it, I got to start practicing and I got racks of ribs in the freezer. I need to pull out. So right. I'm thinking about how am I going to defrost those and get ready to go. And here's a great tip to learn how. And along the lines of that tip, and this is another message for my wife, because I had to prove <laughs> this to her on Monday. We did burgers, like, you know, just the two of us. We just yeah. threw some burgers on the flat top and she's like, oh, they're frozen. If you have pre-made patties, those can be frozen. Yes. Every fast food joint in the country throws frozen patties right on their grill. So don't worry about that. They'll just, just take your time, adjust your temps accordingly. I have a defrosting plate. One of those, like, as seen on TV. Yeah. I've had it for years. It works like a dream. It, it actually works so well. You throw it on there, and it's it's black, and it's made out of a special... Metal or something? Yeah, just like a, heat. It's, it's like a cast type thing. But it does. It pulls heat from the air, and it just it speeds the defrosting process That's along cool. so quickly. It's That's amazing. Crazy. So, it's as seen on TV works. It's cool. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. So there you go. Good tips done. Thank you. We're going to talk recipes when we continue next on The Barbecue Show. Stick around for more of the barbecue show right after this. And now, back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome back. The barbecue show continues with Stunt and Jake. We might have big news next week. We might. We might have. I got to double check on a couple of logistical things, but we might have big news on uh, barbecue show merchandise. Barbecue show merchandise. Now we're talking. Everywhere I go, people are like, you guys got hats? You got t-shirts? You got anything? And I'm like, well, we really, and finally I said, yeah, we do. (laughs) Uh, So now I have to come up with the stuff. Okay. You know what? This is not what we're supposed to be talking about right now. Uh, We'll do a post show meeting. I have some brilliant ideas on that as well. Nice. As a matter of fact, I posted some T-shirt ideas earlier this week, and was immediately immediately contacted by somebody who, hey, I'll help you with that. I'll create those for you. So we have connections too. We do have connections. Let's talk about recipes today. Um, recipes. That's always the thing. Uh, you know, there's different styles of cooking. There's different ways. Whether whether you're whether you're hot and fast, whether you're low and slow, whether you're smoking, whether you know what wood, charcoal, gas, it doesn't matter. But what it comes down to a lot of times is uh, is the recipe itself. Not only the cooking style, but how are you preparing the food? How, what are you doing with it? Right. Uh, I'm famous for uh, not paying attention. I just throw stuff together. My ribs basically never co- are the same because I season them differently every, every time. time. Every time I just throw. Even when I, you know, I like to cheat with the ribs, and I like to make my own rub. And so I just you know start with a little 
uh, brown sugar, and then I just add stuff to it till it tastes nice, and then I layer it on there and yeah. go. So um, that's one really great way. But what are where, where are some good places that we can get recipes? If we want to just like, I want to go buy the numbers, read it off the page, put it together, and be a hero. Right. Well, I guess, honestly, the easiest place to start then is a old school book. Right. Recipe right? book. Uh, and, then, and obviously, you're, a lot of you are going to say, oh, you don't use books anymore, or people don't use books. And yeah. I love an old school book. Yeah. Uh, you can find a recipe book. Um, from like, I want to say pioneer days, but something along those lines where you find like, oh, this is Springfield, my hometown. Springfield's 1989's spring, uh, church cookbook. I was just going to say most small town churches have a church cookbook <laughs> that they offer for sale and that's been put together from bunch of grandmas, bunch of grandmas from by. the church. They yeah. all say, well, this is my, you know. and it, that's probably some of the best stuff you'll ever find. Oh, honestly, um, I, we, when we go shopping and the girlfriend and I someplace, uh, you go to those little markets like in Stillwater and they always got like a how to cook cast iron foods. And I'm like, that's so lame and cool at the same time. Yeah, yeah, right. Like I can find all those recipes online. I know I can, but a book has it all in one spot, right. you know, and it, by most of those things are really nicely decorated or got a good looking cover on it. So it's a good tabletop or two yeah. yet. Oh yeah, for sure. That's the, that's, that's what it's all about. My wife has every book that Elton Brown has wrote and they are just packed full of all of his recipes yeah. from all of his shows and all that stuff. And those are, those are phenomenal too. They're, but, they're super uh-huh. helpful and they, they're, they're trusted, they're true and they're right there for you. And the whole thing with all this conversation we're about to have is it's a good starting point for anything you're going to do. You never mm-hmm. have to go completely. That's the best part about cooking versus baking is that you can just add whatever you want Yeah, and it will make a good, it will hopefully it will usually be in, in better. If you add too much sugar when you're baking, you might be over the top doomed, right? You know? Yeah, there, that's definitely a spot. Uh, all right, so let's 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 cover the base. Let's go from old school to new school. How about okay, that? Go ahead. So, start with a cookbook. Those are great, yep. and everybody's got one. Uh, my other favorite is uh, relatives. Call your grandma. Call your mom. Oh yeah. Call your uh, you know. Call your aunt Sue and there's ask her. There's a recipe card yeah. somebody's house that's probably got the best rib recipe you've ever had. Yeah. Best crock pot beef or something like that. It's right there waiting for you. And the other thing too, that's really great about this is the, uh, the history and the nostalgia. You want to capture that. You know, like my grandpa had the best barbecue sauce and we all swore he took it to his grave. And then one day at a family event, cousin Ryan says, no, I have it. We're like, all right, (laughs) all right. Share the love. Yeah. Uh, And if you call grandma or grandpa and say, can I get that recipe? They're going to be, they're going to want to have that out. They're going to want to make sure that it, uh, that it passes along. So don't be afraid to reach out and, um, and, and, you know, ask that same thing with friends, you know, everybody's got a friend who's got, you know, you're passing recipes back and forth and ideas and different things like that, whether it's a marinade or, a, you know, whatever. Yeah. As more and more people get into grilling and cooking and barbecuing and smoking meats in the last few years, everybody's got a recipe that they probably swear is the best one they've ever heard. For sure. Share that with each other. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other one I love is uh, I always say the community. You know, if you, if you have a bunch of like-minded guys, you know, if, yeah. you, if you're going to, if you like to go to competitions and just watch and observe, if you talk to people, um, they'll share information. Oh, yeah. They'll tell you, you know, what you want to do is you want to add a little bit of this, you know, don't add mm-hmm. that. Most people say you want to go this way for your savory. I like to do it this way. You know, <laughs> Pat McDermott comes into the studios and he's, uh, he's more than willing to tell us his, his whole process to how he makes his homemade sauces Yeah, you know, and what he puts in and how much of it and how long he cooks. Well, you can just go to a farmer's market and asking them, Hey, how would you cook this? You know, yeah. you got cut some meat there at the farmer's market or uh, even just adding vegetables in and stuff like that. There's all kinds of things people want to 
share, they're excited to share. Oh, for sure. There's uh, there's no question about that. And that that community of uh, you know, you get the the groups. You know, there's clubs out there, just like mm-hmm. motorcycle clubs and and any other club. You know, if there's hobbyists, there's grilling and smoking and barbecue clubs and steak. You know, whatever yeah, yeah. you can do it. Um, so advancing a little bit further on that, I would say it, part of that community is those chat groups, those uh, like the Facebook oh, yeah. groups and Going things like that. Yep. Those people, once you get into the you get into the depths of social media, um, you know, Facebook, TikTok is another great one because uh-huh. you can search. Yeah, people make fun of TikTok all the time, but whatever you're into, TikTok has got it. It's got it. It's got it, and it's got hundreds of it, and it's got people that are really, really good at it. And it's got people that are really, really bad at it, and <laughs> you can you can take a little bit of everything from all of that, and you know, merge it, it together. Yeah, blend it together, and it's just. I uh, mean, you you say that those chat groups and stuff. You joined that black uh, no flat top group as soon as you got your guys as a flat top. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's ones for Blackstone. Every single grill group has one. Traeger, Green Mountain Grill. Pel, um, uh, Pit Boss has one. Yeah. Everybody's got groups that everybody just hangs out in and chats about problems, recipes, whatever. Yeah, and that's the, the you, it, lean on that. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you've tried to get customer service from any of you, uh, any major companies lately, but that's one of the things they suggest is use our Facebook group. Yeah. And there's like, you know, a group of people. There's like a, th- you know, a chat session where people yeah. go, hey, has anybody had a problem with this? And then they'll give they'll you the answer. Chime answers. in, yeah. Uh, which, by the way, genius idea if you're in customer service. <laughs> Why would I want to answer your call when you could just go online and ask other people who've already fixed the problem? Yeah, that's so, so true. Answer it once and then just tell them to take it from there. You handle this. You, you're now in charge. Yeah, you got this now. You know what you're doing. So just keep uh, keep on keeping on. Um, all right. Well, we kind of jumped ahead because you know, old school would be YouTube. Right. Oh yeah. Even new school. Would, new school would new be school TikTok. TikTok. Old school but would be YouTube. I love YouTube. I'll yeah. find recipes um, from guys on YouTube all day long and just watch them. Blackstone mm-hmm. Products has a great series of people that do cooking shows. Um, obviously, you have Malcolm Reed, who he's got a how to uh, how to barbecue right is his channel. Exactly. I believe it's also his website. Meat Church is. I love him on YouTube. I watch his videos all the time. It's like my just like my. 10, 15 minute TV watch time. I'll eat lunch. Yeah. You know, it's, I can really kind of fall into some of their recipes and what they do. And that's, uh, that I like to do the same thing. You find these people and then what you can do is you can bookmark them yep. and you can go back or you can, you can save a link. Almost every recipe you're going to find anywhere on the internet, the intro web, uh, it's going to have the ability to share it. You can email it to yourself, yep. text it to yourself. You can, you know, you can save it. Uh, and then you've got that easy access. Uh, along those same lines, which I always think is cool, is uh, apps. Most oh, of these absolutely. companies we're talking about come with their own app. My sous vide I got has its own app. Yep. So I can look it up on the app. I open the app and I can scroll through and find a recipe I like and go, ooh, that, and literally hit make this recipe. And it already starts preheating the sous vide. Wow. Getting it ready because it's all connected via internet. And then, uh, and then it walks me through all the prep and I get it ready and boom. Wow. And then my phone tells me when the sous vide is ready to roll. I drop the thing in there. It tells me it constantly. I can see on my phone what the temperature is. And then it tells me when it's done. That's incredible. It's just uh, uh, ideal. same thing. Obviously with Green Mountain Grill, Traeger, they all have apps that do the, pretty much the same thing. I'm not sure if it goes to the next step of hit cook and it starts going, but it could. Uh, but yeah, there's recipes that I think even on the Green Mountain Grill, uh, there's like drink recipes that you can have like a smink, uh, smoked cocktail. I'll tell you how to make right. that as well. Um, you can go to um, all of the, uh, the places like Kingsford has recipes. Uh, you can go to, there's a lot of different websites you can use. Yep. Uh, the obvious ones are like foodandwine.com. 
Uh, you can go to uh, what, like tasteofhome.com, foodnetwork.com. Uh, you can also do what I like to do, which is uh, google.com. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. A lot of times I look through and I see a recipe and I go, and that doesn't, I mean, I like the idea, but that's not quite what I want. And then, you know what we do is you mix it up. Yeah. You experiment. You have fun. That's what all you got to do. Yeah. So you just, you, you can, you can make it your own. And that's the most important part is don't feel like you have to stick 1000% to the recipe you find, find a recipe. I like to think of recipes as a starter. That's yeah. my base. Absolutely. Here's a, and I look at the pictures and I go, that looks good but I wish it had a different seasoning. Yeah. I wish it had a different this, and then I change it from and there. Especially if it's something longer on the smoker, too. It gives you an idea of timing. Yeah. Sometimes you're out here guessing. It gives you an idea of what it's going to take for time, what you have to look forward to, and how much you have to cook it with, or it makes sure it works in your time window as well. Exactly. And with all this said, remember, be willing to share your recipes. If you have a great <laughs> recipe, you know, share it with a friend, with a buddy, or somebody who asks online, and so that they're getting as much of the, the return as, as you are. And I can't stress enough. Whatever you decide to cook, however you decide to cook it, wherever you find the method of cooking it, make sure you make it your own. Experiment and have fun. I'll go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show Hashtag. with Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.